Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch on bandit run. Okay, welcome. Good morning, folks. It is Three Dudes with a View. We are here on our Monday edition. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside. It's an unusually mild August day. It's It's got hints of fall. Yep. So, it's almost here. It's almost here, and that usually happens this time of year. I know because my birthday is August 18th, and usually the first uh, day you get... Uh, where you get a little bit of, like it is, just a little bit of coolness is right around my birthday. All right, folks. Dude number, I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. And dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Uh, can you hear me today? Mr. York? Mr. York? All right, regular special guest dude, Carrie Powers, how are you? All right, I'm not getting any of my folks that are on these remote hookups uh, hooked up. Let's keep Mr. York, Carrie Powers, you out there? All right, it's myself and Clayton for the time being. We're still trying to get them hooked up. I'm not sure what's going on, but we'll try to figure it out. Uh, Clayton, all the talk still, you know, you never know when we sign off on Thursday what's going to be the talk on monday morning that's a long time it It is a very long time uh but it seems like this raid on mar-a-lago trump stuff is still all the big talk well and and, you know if you listen to the fox news that came on before us uh threats against the fbi have gone up over the weekend Uh, well i was going to talk about that and let me let me read from here let's see this is Last Wednesday, uh, a piece in the Wall Street Journal by uh, a man named Thomas J. Baker, who's a retired special agent from the FBI, and uh, he writes that a whistleblower contacted Senator uh, Chuck Grassley's uh, uh, office, who says that the FBI... uh, is artificially padding domestic terrorism data. In other words, this is a political ploy. And then you see this insane thing the FBI issued this warning uh, over the weekend. FBI bulletin warns of dirty bomb threat, increasing calls for civil war after raid of Mar-a-Lago. Uh, they, they had to know what the consequences of raiding a former president's home and, and potential future presidential nominee's home. Can you hear me? It's so quiet. Okay, yeah, Gary Powers, um, we got you now. How are you? Good Del. morning. I think he's on mute or something. All right, well, Miss York, we got you. For him, and then I don't hear the rate. The um, what do you call it? I don't hear the news playing either. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't hear anything. Delt, can you hear us? I can hear you now. Well, we're going to have to work on that. Obviously, um, they cannot hear us. All right, folks, we're working on getting it fixed. In any event, the FBI, as a political ploy, is padding reports or warnings about domestic terrorism. That's what's very obvious. Can you hear me, Karen? I can hear you, and I can see Delta. They are padding reports about domestic terrorism as a political ploy. And this is designed, they think, to throw shade on conservatives and Trump, who, you know, they would just love to have. They think January 6th was to their advantage, and they'd love to have another January 6th if they could get their hands on one. This is just bizarre, corrupt to the core, people. Now, let me tell you, this is not new, though. Uh, I will tell you that I was an assistant. I was a, a Department of Justice attorney, an assistant United States attorney during the 80s when Clinton, Bill Clinton was president. Uh, Janet Reno's Justice Department pushed us to uh, over-report domestic terrorism. They thought it was to their political advantage. So, I mean, we were calling just ordinary drug dealing domestic terrorism i mean just anything you know or or somebody goes after dude with a gun domestic terrorism and um all right carrie powers and jim york can you hear me now yeah we can i can hear you good morning mr york carrie can you hear me good morning crew good morning carrie you can hear me now too yes i can wonderful great glad to have you all on all right what we're talking about folks is this raid on mar-a-lago uh, raid have, uh, warrant. They'll warrant. Get your get your legal terms right. A well, warrant. Raid warrant. Whatever. Search warrant. Search and, warrant. And uh, Beyond, a ta- Beyond a Taylor was raided and got killed behind it. But Trump had a search warrant. I, I prefer to call it the great political gift that Trump just received. Yeah, it's Trump's just, now that's exactly big, what it but is. But what I'm talking about is this FBI bulletin issued over the weekend, uh, saying the threat of domestic terrorism or even a dirty bomb is out there, and combine that with an article uh, a report from senator grassley's office that an fbi whistleblower has approached him and saying that the fbi is artificially padding in other words increasing domestic terrorism reports this is this is a corrupt fbi it's a political move to they washington you got to remember people washington is 95 percent democratic it, the liberal media it, it just lives in its own world in its own reality christopher, christopher ray was was given was was supplied to us by donald trump the head director of the fbi christopher ray is a donald trump who cares appointee. all right and so they are artificially padding as a political matter and and they they want another january 6th because they actually think that january 6th was to their benefit well just like trump now and the folks in, uh, involved in January 6th are victims, martyrs. Trump's now a victim and a martyr. And the tone-deaf Democrats just do not understand that at all. And How can you make me, the worst person in your country a martyr? What what type of that's, value that's, system? That's, that's why that's you your, don't understand that's your, that, that. That's your opinion. That's yeah. your opinion. All right, now let me get you back to when this has happened before. When I was assistant United States attorney, a Department of Justice attorney, in the 1980s, the Clinton administration also thought that padding domestic terrorism 
reports was to their advantage. And, you know, we were classifying, you know, dudes shot at somebody during a drug deal as domestic terrorism, you know. And uh, and so we padded the heck out of that. Well, first thing you know, along comes... They, they they do get some domestic terrorism going on. Along comes the Branch Davidians and Janet Reno, who were doing nothing, as far as I can recall, just in there smoking some dope, not bothering anybody, basically. But she and the ATF decides they've got to be taken out, and a whole bunch of people get killed. And then Clayton's nodding his head. You're talking and, about Waco, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I remember that as a kid. That Waco was, was self-induced. And, and and that person that was abusing yeah, kids, pedophiles, and all that stuff at Waco, and, they never and you proved all support any of that. that, right? They never proved any of that. And what's the federal government and the AT, you know, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms got to do with pedophiles? Pedophiles, anyway. And so they they wanted to try to make an example out of what they thought was some right wing idiots, and they got themselves some martyrs. Well, and so, but we were asked to continue over-reporting domestic terrorism, which, you know, being, that was my job, I did it. And, uh, but then the next thing, you know, Timothy Vey blows up the federal building in uh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City and kills about two or 300 people. And let me tell you about what, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, that was the last time the Clinton administration wanted to talk about domestic terrorism. <laughs> that yeah. scared the bejesus out of them, and they 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 go they were careful what we wish for. So well, now took, there's a lesson in that. It took a long that. time for America to realize that we got domestic terrorists that lives amongst us, and they are just as bad as foreign terrorists. Well, if you keep here. encouraging them, Mister York, they're going to blow up a federal building like Timothy McVeigh did. Yeah, and, uh, well, and you know, so they might act- they might try that, but it seems kind of unreasonable and irrational that you go to an FBI headquarters where there's many weapons just like you might have and try to attack it by yourself. That doesn't seem to be too smart. Oh, that happens. There, there are all sorts of nuts. You wouldn't believe the nuts to get in touch with. I've worked with the FBI or or, or the Department of Justice lawyers, the, the, the nuts that try to kill us or see us. Or, yeah, or like the, the Bernie Sanders guy shot Steve Scalise and yeah, other or have members of the, Congress. Yeah, so. have things implanted in their body by the CIA and all that kind of thing. Um no, this all this talk about domestic terrorism is to achieve what the Democrats and liberals think is a perceived political advantage, and that's what Clinton was doing in the uh, '80s. And by George, when he kept talking about it, he finally got it. Well, and if you're a Democrat domestic terrorist, you can end up teaching the uh, you know college up at the University of Illinois or, mm. or University of Chicago. No, it's that's dangerous. A it's corrupt. That's a one-off. The man, yeah. the man so has skills, yeah. so the college yeah. thought he was credible to teach a college course. So you know that's out. That's out. Well, at the Pentagon, but you board know, of directors set off a bomb at the Pentagon, but you know, yeah, that kind of thing. But, but the the thing that gets me, you know, back in in the '60s when they had Black Panthers arming themselves to protect their communities. The <laughs> oh, FBI, all right, that's the, a good one. The FBI did engage in dismantling them, and we've got all these oath keepers, proud boys and everything running around in this country now, and they finally decided a year or so ago that we have domestic terrorism, but nobody's trying to disband them. So tell me, what's that all about? Uh, Miss York, you know, they're always in another state, another county. Uh, They're not any 
oath keepers and proud boys here in Columbia, Tennessee. And Not in Columbia, but they are in Tennessee. Uh, where? There are several groups, right-wing groups in Tennessee. It's, up it's, all, you know, it's always another place, another county, another town. It's, you know, uh, it's never... It's yeah. It's it's just. Well, do you want everything bad in Columbia, Tennessee? No, but I want it where I can see well, it. You, well, you need to go go to those places and find it. Then I, you tell me where I go. Go to East Tennessee. Oh, good lord! I mean, there are all sorts of nuts in East Tennessee, but uh, <laughs> even you admit that. <laughs> oh well, yeah, but both, they they don't come out of their hidey holes, and they. They're mostly There's so- 778, according to the Southern oh. Poverty Law Center. Well, the, oh, there's a source for you. 778 <laughs> extremist groups across America. Ms. York, find we have me about one, 13 in Tennessee. Find me one attack by anybody in East Tennessee. I mean, or that's too late if we wait for attack. Not, that the Southern Poverty Law Center are just. I mean, they. If they heard this show, they'd probably put you and I on. Oh yeah, we'd be we'd be on the list. I mean, they are. They well, are liars. Well, you talk like a terrorist. You know, you you want to have been advocating. We're gonna have a civil war. We're gonna have a civil war. Well, and that's not necessary. Yes, we probably are, and yeah, and the Democrats are bringing it on. Um, well, don't look forward to it, folks. Well, I, I just keep saying, and, and, and be careful what you wish living. for. Be careful what you ask for, Delk. That's what I'm telling you. Uh, well, I mean, Clinton asked for it, and he finally got Timothy Bay and then decided to back off. Well, I think it's there's just, a the, lesson the in that. The subject at hand ought to be Donald Trump and what he was at, what he was try, up to, well, I know you and all those that. secret papers and stuff and he back. had. What was he up to? I have a top secret clearance. I don't have any papers in my house that was part of the government. Why should he have? Okay, so wait, what he was up to? What about all the communications he was working with them? For 60 years, people all over Middle Tennessee have returned to Parks Motor Sales again and again because they get the best vehicles and best service possible. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for options. New Buicks, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs, financing, certified technicians, parts, tires, and more. Then stop by 919 Nashville Highway, test drive a Buick, and see why the Buick Encore and Buick Enclave are among America's most reliable vehicles. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch old bandit run. Welcome back. Three dudes with a view, Monday edition. I am dude number three, Delp Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delp. Good morning, everybody. All right. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Oh, gosh. We can't hear Good morning, Delp. Good morning, everybody. There we go. Good morning, Mr. York. the jailhouse rock. Jailhouse rock. Come on and jailhouse rock with me. I, I don't. Okay. Yeah. He'd get elected president from the jail. I don't understand. Be careful what you wish for. Uh, you're making him a martyr and a victim. All right, Mr. York, dude number one, we're glad to have you. Uh, regular special yep. guest dude, Carrie Powers, how are you? Excellent. Happy Monday. Glad to have you. All right. And so we've been sort of disjointed here. Carrie, what's on your mind today? We had not seen you in a while. I know. No. School started back, got a little bit busy, went to Chicago, just moved a kid into Knox, UT Knoxville Hess Hall. All right. There you go. Yeah, That's- but I do think everything y'all were just talking about, like, were y'all just kind of going around the world on, I mean, the, I don't, this uh, whole Trump thing's a little bit scary to me. Yep, Federal government's a little too close in personal lives in my book these days that's what clayton and i said carrie it is scary because it is absolutely uh unprecedented for 
uh, a sitting politician, president, to run, uh, open a criminal investigation on his uh, likely next opponent in in in, in 2024. That's that is an unprecedented that, abuse of power. We uh, had a separate department in the executive branch that was on their own BS. on the merit of the accused BS. to do what they did. That is the biggest lie. Now, you talk about the big lie. The, first of all, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, serves at the pleasure of the president. All one phone call, he's fired. That's it's just that, that, that there's nothing. Well, no, no well, other. Biden pro- is not a Trump. Biden is not a Trump. Trump did that. Well, Trump, one phone call. Trump fired all all kinds. They had well, the greatest turnover that in Trump's means, administration. That means you're in, that means you're in charge. And I've been a lawyer in the Department of Justice, folks. And, and let me let me. So tell you didn't you, do any nefarious things when you were a lawyer. Let me let me tell you how this works when you go to get search warrants. <laughs> First of all, the FBI cannot get a search warrant. The, they must come to a Department of Justice attorney, and the Department of Justice attorney will then draft the warrant and obtain the warrant for them. But unlike now, here in the state, you know, in Tennessee, I mean, any sheriff's deputy can go get a warrant from the judge without okay, going. Okay, that must go to a judge. Finish the other part, Delk. It must go to a judicial branch. And that magistrate declares that the warrant is valid. Right, but Mr. York, let me make my point. The but correct, but the FBI under the federal system, unless a Department of Justice attorney signs off and to t- obtain the warrant, the FBI cannot get a warrant. Period. They have. Well, Garland already said he signed off on it. He approved it. Correct. He's exactly. Not, he's and not hiding that. I Nobody's know. Nobody's hiding anything. And I know exactly how these things work, Mr. York. I've been involved, and so anything like that will have to go all the way to the top Department of Justice lawyer, Merrick Garland, who has said, yes, exactly. I, I signed off on it. But let me tell you what else goes on. The The White House has used this word briefed. We were not briefed on it. Well, they probably weren't briefed, but the White House Legal Counsel's office signs off on anything like this, anything, they sign off on it. And White House Legal Counsel's Office reports to the Chief of Staff, who reports to the President. Now, he may not have been briefed, but he was given a heads up. And anything well, to the contrary is a lie. Wouldn't you want that in your administration say, look, we're going to issue a warrant against Donald Trump? Don't? Wouldn't you want to know about it? Why, hell yeah, I'd want to know about it. And if I had any damn sense as president, I'd not have the details. You don't have the details, but but it was done in a in a professional manner. It's a political, Miss York. You know, think about these. Uh, first of all, think about every every past president has got these huge presidential libraries, and what exactly. do they fill? What do they fill with? Documents from the approved documents by the archives are copies of the approved documents. Well, I, Trump Trump doesn't he just have took it. his. Trump just took some. <laughs> Mr. York, this he is, just took what he wanted, and no telling who many, how many people have had access to it Mr. since he took them. Mr. York, you know you're my favorite Democrat or one of. Thank you, Carrie. However, like Trump does nothing right in your eyes i mean you made the statement earlier that he's the worst person in the country and like nothing he does 
is ever going to be seen as good for you. Like, I, like respectfully, you know, I think Doug's bringing up these points, these documents, you know, what are these libraries filled with? And I don't know that everything that he, all that stuff was at his home for a nefarious reason. And, but your bias against Trump. So what good reason could we come that. up, Karen? What good reason could we come up where he's got Better than top secret, not top secret, but higher classification and top secret documents. You don't know that. What reason can we give you don't that know he that. would have them in his home after From he what? gave up 15 boxes of material and kept 12 and then had one of his lawyers sign off saying he didn't have anything? Ms. York. Now we find out Ms. he York. had additional Very boxes. news reports on that. I think you're listening I, to one that's yeah. making, your, that's awfulizing what he had. From the news reports that I've heard, you know, it wasn't classified and he was working with them to have whatever you want back. So I think yeah, we don't know what's, what's in there. You can't be rational. If I if you if, okay. if I borrow your lawnmower and, yeah, and let's you be have rational. to negotiate over a year to get the lawnmower back, what are you going to do? Just let me keep it? Or are you going to come get it? Miss York. And that's what the DOJ did. They went and got the documents that he was trying to Delay, delay, delay. And That's Gary, Gary, you you see what's going on. I mean, you're not going to change his mind. <laughs> and, He's not going to be rational. And, here, but, and here's the thing. It's, but the it, thing is, the thing is, Mr. York and all liberals perceive that this is to their political advantage. Correct. It is not. It is just going to turn out voters this fall. They're doing right by the justice system well, of this country. Mr. They're York, it's just going to turn out Republican. Above the law. It's going to turn out Republican voters like crazy this fall. And it's counterproductive. Trump's telling the voters don't show up. He's telling the folks don't show up. Mr. York, this we're both making projections, but I'm saying the federal government is way too involved in in some things Correct. that make Americans me really are scared by this. Rational Americans are scared. Well, by don't it. take secret documents, Gary, and you won't have to worry about it. Mr. York, well, I mean, I can check that off. The we list. don't know if there are any secret documents in there. Concept of the federal government's perceived power and the lack of accountability when something like this happens, it does. Yeah, they're picking and choosing, and that makes me very, very uncomfortable. Well, hey, if you want to do anything bad. Else? Y'all want to talk about the, um, the ad for IRS agents who need to be able to wield firearms and, and be willing to use deadly force? That's a possibility. A lot of them have to protect themselves. <laughs> Did y'all see that? That got yeah, taken, yeah. Aware of that that got taken down. Have you already talked about that on the show? No, I mean that's, I mean that that is, uh, you know, those are requirements of a of a uh, special a criminal agent at the IRS. Uh, well, especially if they have to make home that. visits, if I they have, have to make premise visits. That. You know, McDonald's can't staff <clears> right now. No, you know, th- tell me a place in Columbia that doesn't have a f- help wanted sign. Their place is closing early. Like, do we really have what is it, eighty five thousand people that are qualified to be these agents, or are people just going to raise their hand? Going uh, to raise their hand to um, get federal benefits? That no, they get trained. They get trained, Carrie. They they go through an extensive training. Well, Reigns and I got have been audited and you know it all worked out we were able to kind of answer to everything but it was it was a, a long drawn out very expensive process and um my con so i really think these people need to be highly qualified 
Well, they will. They'll train them. They'll send them to school and they'll train them to what to look for when they're doing audits and what have you. And thank, thankfully, you, 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 you are a good business. You and your husband are good business people, and you follow the guidelines of the law. And that's why you, you had no do, adverse effect when you well, got audited. But the fed, yeah, I mean, it was like, super costly for us. I mean, you know, the, anyways, you know, at the end of the day, we answered everything, but it cost us a bundle, and. Um, but long story short, like the federal government just doesn't have the utmost confidence for me right now. And so then when I think of them hiring and why do we need to double the size of that workforce? Or, well, I mean, they're finding that there are certain people who are not good business folks like you and your husband that are cheating the federal government out of duly taxes that they owe. So they're trying to garner the additional revenue that this nation needs in order for them to pay their fair share. being audited or scrutinized? <laughs> Let me, let me, you know, I'm going to go back. I talked about this Thursday. As, as and, as Mr. That, York, as a Democrat, you don't have a leg to stand on. You don't even understand this, though. Kristen Sinema. You, you don't think I understand. You don't know what I understand. You I don't understand under, nobody in Columbia. The government is trying to get a, a, a revenue that's due to the government because people have been Kristen Sinema. Kristen Sinema. And there were more articles over the weekend. She has taken millions from private equity and hedge funds. Therefore, she did not she refused to support in this inflation killing bill, whatever, a repeal of the carried interest. Carried interest is the mother of all tax breaks for the rich. And I'm telling you, Reams and Reams and Carey don't take advantage of carried interest. Carried interest, you you, you got to talk about somebody who's got like two hundred million plus before they can even take advantage of it, and it is the mother of all tax breaks for the rich. Millions and billions of dollars, and there's no reason for it. It's just a gift, a gift to the rich. And Kristen said Senate- that no Republican voted or put put an amendment on the floor to take that out. No Republican. If Kristen Cinema had, if Kristen Cinema had voted, I it would have been repealed. Kristen Cinema didn't want it, and 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 we got the tax inflation <clears throat> reduction bill passed without that. Hopefully they'll come back and revisit it. Yeah, like hopefully they will. But she was there. bought and paid for by hedge funds and private equity. Yeah, just like Tim Scott is number ten on the list for oil companies. He's getting more money than the rest of the well, you know, uh, and, and Republicans support big oil, but the Democrats like you are always saying, just like you just did, make sure the rich pay their fair share, and then the one that the billions are going out the door on carried interest to hedge fund managers and private equity, then the Democrats say, okay, you give us enough money, keep it. Okay, we couldn't get that passed, but we did get Medicare being able to go. Yeah, but you don't have a leg to stand on talking about this tax crap anymore. Because that, yeah, all, all these Now the government can, uh, as soon I'll, as Biden signs that bill, have Medicaid negotiate price, uh, price on drugs for senior citizens well, across this nation. I'm, I'm going to tell you, Ms. Short. I give that up, too. The only people that are going to get carry so right, the only people who are going to suffer from these new uh, 
uh, agents at the IRS are going to be people like me, Clayton, Carrie, and Reams. And Just get your ducks in, in order, and you won't have to worry it, about it. It's hey, not oh, that I, simple, Mr. Short. I'll, I'll invite – I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll share my tax return with you. And I know. If, if my you ducks can, were so in a row, but yeah, God bless. It I mean, nobody me can understand it. I mean, I, my ducks are all in a row. And, and me, I mean, Carrie, I bet you're the same way. I mean, my tax return is like 140 pages long, and I don't understand what's in there. And yeah. yet, and yet, two years. Now, my my mother had passed, and and her estate was settled in the next year. So it tricked, you know. But look, there is no pain and expense that I, I mean, we did nothing to deserve that. Yeah, no. the laws have been passed by Congress, uh, Carrie. Those guidelines have been passed by Congress, and if if they're burdensome, then thanks to our Congress, they always create burdensome type laws. Well, and yet, Al well, Sharpton owes four and a half million. Yeah, Al Sharpton owes four and a half million. Nobody's doing a damn thing about it. And uh, no, so it's rules for thee, and not for me. In our government right now, in any, you know, it's just everyone overlooks the hunter biden's and yet trump's awful eyes i mean it's there's just yeah but talk, talk, yeah tell me how hunter biden did nothing yeah, wrong talk about awful. jared getting the two billion dollars from the saudis and talk about mnuchin getting his one billion dollars from carrie's the saudis. right she and, she and everybody and thinks jared snitched on trump anyway he didn't want to go to jail well this is like the thing a soap is opera and, and yeah i mean and Folks, as I've worked with these people, they're too stupid to go after the sophisticated tax sheets, yeah. and they they go after they go after people like me and Carrie and Clayton, who are, are basically middle class Americans and are upper middle class, and we don't have we do have accountants and lawyers sometimes. But and they're doing right. They're following the law, right, Del? But we don't. We don't the have. Taking you we don't have sophisticated. Due, you have no problem. We're we're the low lying fruit. We're where it's easy to come get money, and we're filing the tax returns that the the puddinghead agents can understand, and so they come after us. Well, you don't have anything to worry about if puddinghead can understand it. <laughs> There's a problem when we're calling like. These people putting hats, like, and I believe that's an accurate term. Oh, I've worked with them, Gary. They're dumber than box of rocks. They they don't understand the tax code. They don't. They just, you know. Um, I can guarantee you, the folks that do an audit, they understand the tax code, and uh, sometimes, Shiller, well, most of them understand the Ms. tax Shiller, code. I've, Occasionally, you get people that make errors and come I've, back. Oh and Lord, I work. I worked with them as their lawyers, as an assistant U.S. attorney, and they would come in with the most insane stuff. You go. This is not the law. You know. Also, corporations are going to pay a minimum of 15%, so that's good in the inflation tax and reduction bill. So Biden, go Biden. Lord. I, you know, Get away from corporations paying no tax. The, the, rev, the revolution's coming. And, um, for the first time they're in a foreign country. And they're, they're going to sit there and say, how did this happen? And you're out there going, oh, they're going to do violence. Well, you know, it, it's time for people to consider that there may be some violence. Let's take a break. And don't be dumb, folks. Don't go out there and get yourself killed. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people, the place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship, beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game for helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Tennessee for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Celebrate Back to school season with Hiller. This month only, get free backyard upgrades when you replace essential home systems like a free Traeger grill with a new whole home generator or a free Yeti cooler with a new tankless water heater. And Hiller's keeping you cool for back to school with zero interest financing for up to 12 months on select new HVAC systems. Visit happyhiller.com, happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch on bandit run. Welcome back, three news with a view. I'm dude number three, Delph Kennedy. 
Dude number two, Clayton Harris, how you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude, Carrie Powers, how are you? All right, Carrie, your your volume's not on. You're... Sorry, happy Monday. Happy Monday, good to see you. All right. How's the school situation, Del? Is, are we going to be fully staffed this year? Carrie, you know anything about that? Ooh, you know, that's my favorite topic. Um, I can only speak to the schools that I have kids in, <clears throat> but I do have cautious optimism and I have positive things to say. It's a very positive attitude. I think, unfortunately, I have heard of a couple of open math positions, but I think they're working hard to fill them. I think the attitude and accountability at Central Columbia Central High School is very good. Friday Night Lights, it was pretty fabulous. Um Good turnout, good attitude. Principal was down there by the cheerleaders, riling them up. He's um, he is awesome, Carrie. He he is yeah. he is doing a great job. Now, Clayton, you're, we are talking about let's name names. Uh, Dr. Michael Steele, who is the new principal at Central High School. Correct. Uh, spent the last decade at uh, Stratford High School. He's a former Marine. Uh, had ten years in law enforcement after that, and then uh, ended up becoming an educator and got his doctorate. And he's a principal, and he's he he is holding people accountable. Yeah, words and actions match. Um, teachers, I think, are happy. I've heard teachers say that you know people that they watched go into school just miserable and complaining last year are coming in happy and smiling. I've spoken to teachers that would you know say that same thing. So while I can only speak to one school, I have, I mean, it's a very different environment this year. And so shout out for a positive. And overall in the county, actually, I think Lisa Ventura has, I know the teachers from the in-service days um, were very positive. And I would, I perceive, I'm very cautiously optimistic that we are having a new day in public education that is more focused on children and um, things are heading in a good direction. Yeah, I was just wondering because across the nation, I heard reports of over 300,000 teachers are not going back to the classroom and they're going to extreme means like uh, kids that are majoring in education in their third year, maybe have had no student teaching or some student teaching. They're asking them to come teach uh, when they have most of their coursework completed. So it's, it's, it's a major problem across the nation, not just in the state. Yeah, well, I, all, I, I mean, if, I haven't if heard all anything about this. the best we can do. I think we have more spots filled this year than last year, and we're heading in the right direction. I, it, I was really sad to hear uh, Friday night as well. You know, you know, common question is, hey, does, you know, does your teacher, do your kids have teachers for all their classes? And the ones that I heard know were one was an algebra one and one was an algebra two, and that's when you start talking about that makes a big difference on someone's ACT. Like their kids are doing ingenuity, which. I don't have a whole lot of I don't think it's a great program it's a necessary program in some arenas but for a motivated kid I don't think it's the best thing and I think it's going to end up having a negative on their ACT scores I just hope Murray County can be successful in acquiring a number of teachers so that we do get good instructions to try to help those kids continue to perform at a higher level I've not heard anything about that question specifically as it's going on locally, Mr. York. Now, what's this program you're talking about, Carrie? It's called Edgenuity. Is that that online classroom? 
it is, I think they use, if my memory serves, so sorry if my memory is not sharp on this, but I think it's the credit recovery course. So it's, um, you know, for the kids that get overaged and, you know, they just have to zip through. It's kind of a click and um, you keep clicking until, I, well, I don't want to say too much because I really don't know, but I do think it's the credit recovery program. So for for the motivated student that maybe is looking to go to really invest in working hard for their ACT score, it's probably not the best teaching mechanism. Coach Mike Lyle, what if I can interject a little bit in yeah. there? Uh, uh, yes, the Edgenuity is the primary program used as far as uh, credit recovery. It is a uh, uh, what we call a student-based program that paces it to the student that's actually using the program. Uh, it gives tutoring session or it gives online tutoring sessions where you know it goes through. Uh, certain concepts and stuff like that and then test them over those concepts and is a cumulative type situation uh yeah but i think uh, what i think what we're talking about here miss york was asking if there's a teacher shortage and it sounds like this program is some kind of online or virtual program right that might be used when there's not a teacher i can say okay. and it's it's go. a stop yeah it's been used in in classes without teachers yeah. uh it was primarily purchased or primarily uh, brought in as our credit yeah. recovery program, but end up you know with the teacher shortage and stuff like that, they extended its use a little bit. Right, more. right. Could be a symptom of a teacher shortage if that's what you know. If there's no teacher, then then these online or these virtual things uh, are being accessed, it, it, and, and that's not the first we've heard of that. Uh, the teacher shortage, I think, if I may say this, okay. the teacher shortage, I think, is real, and it's unfortunate, and I think it's everywhere, not just Murray County, but I do think when you create an environment with better leadership and, t- and um, student focus, I think, and the teacher raise, I think we are doing what we can. You know, the Titanic turns slowly, but it seems to me that we are, you know, putting a foundation in place to get that ship turned. So there is a short, I think, yes, there's a shortage of teachers, but I think we're putting some things in place in Murray County that hopefully our system as a whole is going to head in a better direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That that makes a big difference because people want to go to counties that are uh, future oriented and and have good standards, good pay. They want to come to those type of counties and that's how you draw teachers, good teachers from all over to come and teach in your county when you've got features that aid aid their quality of life and i what do you, i mean and for you know from the top at the top i think lisa ventura is doing a good job clayton do, do you have any insights there no i, I agree i just had a parent from Kalioka mention that um, they're having to use the same program down there because they have an algebra teacher uh, that is out i think on medical leave but uh no every, everything i've heard has been positive and uh uh, he, uh, Dr. Steele, you know, I think Columbia gets all the attention because it's kind of the flagship school of the county. Uh, and I think it's it's been documented and talked about about uh, the way the school's gone the last couple of years. And uh, everything I've been told is it is heading in the right direction, and he is running a tight ship over there. So it's good. But a tight ship that people are happy in. Correct. Correct. So- correct. That's where I'm so encouraged. Yes. 
Okay, there we go. What, now, what about are... sports, Clayton? What does the football teams look like across the county? Well, you know, uh, Carrie's son uh, is a freshman on the team, uh, but we got to watch them on Friday night, and uh, I thought I thought our guys looked really, really well. Um, you know, I think the starters played about two series each, and um, I, I thought that they did a did a really good job. Uh, Spring Hill looked good in their jamboree against Dixon County. They they won that game. Haven't gotten to see Mount Pleasant, um, but I think uh, I think the Lions are going to have a good year. We'll see this Friday when they go to Marshall County. That'll be a tough one. What's his number, Carrie? What's his number? One six. Shout out. One six. One six. Yes, and uh, Clayton, I did not realize what a Mack truck Autry Smith is. Wow. He was hitting people early and often uh, in that game Friday night. And here's the problem, though. He cannot get hurt because behind him, I don't know what we have. I I, I was told (laughs) we were very, very thin at outside linebacker. So uh, every time he hits somebody that hard, it makes me a little nervous. But uh, Autry Autry looked good. He looked really good. I mean, he is – how tall is Autry? Uh, 5'10", maybe. Y'all, he was – just plowing people. Was. It was so fun to watch. He really was. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah he, well, I he saw this well. video of a kid in high school, 6'7", 425 pounds. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> Alabama just signed a kid from California that's 6'7", 360 pounds. Yeah, it, it's unreal. So the, the size of some of these kids, it, it's unbelievable. Good grief, that's a refrigerator. It is. <laughs> it is. Well, but I thought Columbia Central, like, the stands were super positive, pumped, student section was going to town, the band, band sounded great. It was just a great Friday Night Lights experience. And we had a W. Woo! Yeah, we hope they have a great season this year. State championship. That would be nice. That is the goal. Play, to, play till December. If you're playing in December, that's a, it's a, it's a good sign. So, All right. Friday Night Lights. And we here at Kennedy Broadcasting and uh, WKRM 103.7, this is our 76th year of carrying Columbia Central football. There you go. It's a long time. That's a long time. We're excited to do it, folks. And uh, and, uh, You got one thing right, Dale. Congratulations. All right. (laughs) Well, stay tuned. We got some more exciting news that we'll be breaking later in the week. Yeah, we've got uh, some sports programming that we're developing. It's going to be good on both stations. Uh, uh, This station, FM 101.7 WKOM, and on WKRM, FM 103.7. Of course, FM 103.7 WKRM is where the central high lines are. And uh, then we're going to have a a game of the week here on this station uh, where we go about the county and try to broadcast the most interesting games, the biggest rivalries, the games that are you know uh important ones to see and, and as as the season goes on and partnering with the school system to do so yes uh, we are so that's uh, that's a big deal uh the game this week uh, of the week will will be the columbia marshall county game every team in the county is on the road uh and that is by far the most intriguing game so it it, it oh, go lions there we go Coach dixon seems to be doing a good job starting off too huh Yes, uh, they're they're one and one. Uh, they they beat Mount Pleasant. They lost last week at home to EO Kaufman, uh, who's a very very good team who hadn't lost a game in four years. Uh, but yes, coach has got them heading in the right direction, and we're excited about that. 
No, All absolutely. Right. Hey, shout out for the cheerleaders on the sideline Friday night. They there look you go. great. All right, folks, let me let me clarify something that uh on this Trump uh search thing. Uh there's a lot of different things going on there, but the 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 important part of the warrant has not been unsealed as attached to every uh application for a search warrant will be an affidavit uh which will have uh usually an FBI special agent is the author and the signator and it has the facts upon which the uh the Department of Justice uh a Department of Justice attorney is requesting that a judge or magistrate issue a warrant that is that is how there's no hearing on a warrant, not in federal court. The magistrate or judge reads the affidavit and makes a determination as to whether or not there's probable cause to issue the requested warrant. Now, that affidavit is still out there under seal, and neither side, neither the, and this is a little, you know, this is a little curious, folks, and I don't know what it means. But neither Trump nor the Department of Justice have asked that that affidavit be unsealed. And that's, you've got to wonder about that. Now, it will be provided, I mean, under the law, it has to be provided to Trump and his counsel. And so that's just a matter of time. Could have been done already, and we don't know it. But they are entitled to it under law, and we'll get it at some point. All right. Quick question, Dale. Do you think somebody snitched inside? I, you never know. But that affidavit will tell us if, it did, if they did. Yeah, they, they got a lot of few little rumors saying that was an inside job. Somebody gave them specific information. Well, that that affidavit would tell you. Um, so we'll see. But uh, it's, it is interesting to note that neither side is asking that it be unsealed and disclosed. All right. Well, you wouldn't claim the fifth 440 times if you didn't have anything to hide, would you? When the one that left us Tomorrow, folks. Tuesday. Have a great day, everybody. Bye, Carrie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.